You are listening to the K Popcast. We are back this week. We are going to be taking a look at some awesome new hits, including the queen herself, Boa. Well, first, I am your resident K pop B boy, Supermatic, in the building. As always, joined by my awesome co host, DJ Peter Lowe. How are you doing, hey, my friend? Pretty good. Thanks for having me on our show <laughs> again for another week, Supermatic. <laughs> We're also filling in for our other recurring show host. Stephanie from YouTube, um, who sent in a couple recordings for us to insert into this episode. Uh, Let's listen to this quick hello from Stephanie. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stephanie. So sorry I couldn't be with y'all in person for this episode, but that's because I'm about to head over to Barcelona and enjoy some paella and flamenco and all that good stuff. So I will be back uh, in a couple weeks and can't wait to see y'all next time. And Steph, I hope you're having fun in Barcelona right now for the rest of us. So what's on our hit replays for this week's Supermatic? Ah, well, looks like we've got a pretty diverse selection this week. Uh, J.K. Tiger and Yunmi Ray with Clap. Uh, really interesting pick, Steph. And then, Peter, you've got Hyolin's new one with Fruity. And then I'm bringing Day 6's Hi Hello. Let's kick it off with Stephanie's MFBTY and their song Clap Clap Clap, or whatever it is in Korean. So for my hit replay this week, um, I know that today we're reviewing the work of the undisputed queen of K-pop, Boa, but this week we also saw a release from who I believe are the king and queen of Korean hip-hop. I'm talking about Tiger JK and Yoon Mire. They haven't made songs in, I think, about two years, but they just came out with a new album and the song Dak Dak Dak, or Clap, has a lot of the same like tropical elements as uh, other K-pop songs this summer, but the level of flow and sophistication, it's just so obvious that they've been in the business for, for decades making great music. So I'm having fun blasting this while I'm driving up Skyline Highway with the waves crashing and stuff. It's a great summer song from the king and queen of hip-hop. So I couldn't agree more with Steph. Uh, it's definitely another summer tropical bumpin' song. And I'm so glad Steph picked that for our hit replay, at least her re- hit replay this week. I wouldn't have heard of it, and I love him at PTY, but I honestly wouldn't have heard, heard of it if it weren't for Steph calling out in hit replay. And it's also one of my hit replays uh, for this week. Mm. So Matt, what's making you hit replay this week? Ah, my hit replay comes from a, a group that I do have a soft spot for, but I don't really talk about too much. It is Day 6 and uh, their latest release, Hi Hello. Why hello, Day 6. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I actually was first introduced to this song from a friend of mine because she messaged me the moment it dropped and she was like, you need to listen to this now. Da, da, da. And it was actually right around midnight. And the way she described it was that it's perfect for midnight chill vibes when you're just looking to lay back and relax. And I listened to it and yeah, couldn't agree more. It's a nice change of pace from what Day6 usually puts out. Because, you know, usually their songs are all about, like, lost love or longing for love or not knowing, like, what love is and stuff, what it's like to live. Whereas this one's just more optimistic. The lyrics are basically saying, you and I don't know each other yet, but the moment we do know each other, we know that we're destined to love each other, we'll say hello. 
it's really uh, nice. Like just, it's one of those that makes you go, aw. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and the music video also is pretty nice and simple. One of the band members starts off driving a truck down a long stretch road. And one by one, he just picks up the rest of the band members. It seems like they're all strangers beforehand. And then by the end of the music video, they've all become fast friends, just bonding through this trip. And then they become a band, and they just stop in the middle of the road and perform this song. <laughs> it's like the Justice so, League for, for right? band members. <laughs> right, more chill and serene. <laughs> but yeah, it's that's definitely my hit replay for this week. I mean, you honestly, I'm just at that point where I feel like you can't go wrong with Day 6. They are quality, so... There That's you go. good, Matt. I feel like we haven't given Day 6 any love on this show, so I'm glad we got him. It's a hit replay. <laughs> All right, so that was my hit replay. Uh, yeah. Peter Lowe, what's got you hitting replay this week? Okay, so this song, it's so bumping. It's so grooving. <laughs> it's another summer bumping song. It's by Groovy Room. Totally killed it this mm. hit replay if you haven't heard it it's like an advertisement for lipton lipton i believe they, they actually were one of my former pr uh clients which <laughs> is just kind of funny so i'm making the recommendation going forward in my day job that every client needs to produce a k-pop music video at some point because if it means that we'll get another hit like this from Hyolin and it's fruity then they should do it so on the whole i think it's just a great song but I love the sort of xylophone tropical sounds you get with this and Hyolin has totally owned her brand identity I think at this stage of her career we see that confidence coming from her be it the tan legs the the cropped uh, booty denim shorts and the bubblegum aesthetic and hoop earrings are <laughs> you know totally working for her and I think we'll probably see more of that from her in this future in her future uh, Kissum also has a really good nuanced flow uh, rap to it. And we've talked about Kissum in the past. You and I both love Kissum. Mm-hmm. Listener Ricky Woodson said, Guys, you need to check us out mainly because of Kissum. And we're like, Yeah, we know. We know. So, <laughs> yeah. So give it a, li- give it a listen for this week. It's Kill Lens Fruity. Hey, 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 for sure for sure that's definitely a bump and hit replay i've actually been listening to it too so thank you for that peter yeah <laughs> All right, it's Boa, the queen, <laughs> one of the queens. Is she the real queen? Yep. Okay, if you if you had to pick a queen, is she the queen supermatic? Ooh, that's a tough question, but I will say she definitely has a strong case. I mean, she's been active since what, 2002? Something like, She's like been that. around the block, and yeah. it's crazy that she's already hit legend status, and she's only 30. She's still young. Yeah, yeah, I think it was uh, Tina Zhu and Jeff Benjamin on K-Stop, where they made that similar comment. Just that, look, oh. you've got someone like Hyolin and Boa, who are... <laughs> For all intents and purposes, pretty close in the same age. Although one is seen as being a lot more veteran than the other.
So we're taking a look at Camo. What happens in this music video? You can pretty much sum it up as a really nice interpretive dance with a bunch of rouges and projected camouflage onto the queen herself, Boa. <laughs> yeah, they use uh, projectors a mm-hmm. lot in this music video. And then that's not the first time that we've seen projectors like, you know, shown on top of an idol. I think I what immediately comes to my mind is the last time when we reviewed Card uh, and there yeah. was a song... Our, uh, the Don't Recall video, I believe. I had a yeah. tar- hard time recalling. Don't recall. But yes, <laughs> uh, that one. And I, I mean, we see it throughout, right? Another, another. I think, lower mm-hmm. production. But this time, it was a high projection, high production, uh, high production projection. Mm. But my gripe with this is that if they were trying to go with a camouflage or camo theme, why not make her actually blend in? Because red sort of stands out. Um, actually, let's play yeah. Stephanie's comments right here. Okay, so for the concept, I, I really love the concept of this video. The camouflage theme, it's executed perfectly in these visually stunning ways. It really kept my attention. Uh, I love the cool artistic special effects, like the colors tracing along Boa's legs and then slowly covering her face and close up. Uh, also love the scenes where Boa and her army of faceless servants are going around with red cloth, making Boa blend in with the red. Um, um, I know that red isn't a typical camouflage color choice, but we know that it means passion. So perhaps that's what she's getting mm. at there. But as Stephanie is saying, red is a color of passion. And what a way to stand out. <laughs> it's not camouflage. <laughs> and you feel like the lyrics is about camouflaging your heart, right? Maybe uh, being mm-hmm. a little more subtle with your emotions to a suitor or a lover. And if you're going to demonstrate this in the concept i feel like there are other ways you can camouflage that idea mm-hmm. a little bit more do you remember gatya is somebody i used to know oh yeah 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 i do you know how there are the two main subjects or characters in that music video are totally painted right their bodies are painted such mm-hmm. that they blend into the background so why didn't yeah, we get something yeah. more like that in this music ah. video I think that could have been done with the projectors, right? But the way they introduce the projectors, they're not being camouflaged. You're just seeing stuff projected onto Boa rather than Boa really blending in. It sort of reminds yeah. me of a CAT scan or a um, an MRI scan, you know, into the body. <laughs> it's like mm. we're looking at Boa's insides now. <laughs> the way <laughs> you have like stuff projected. Uh, but what, what did you think of the concept, Supermedic? Uh, I mean, honestly, Steph uh, articulated most of what I'm feeling. I'm totally in agreement. Uh, the only thing I would add is that, personally, I, I did like how they played around with that contrast between bright colors, especially the vibrant red, and then having some parts going in black and white and then shifting in between both of those. And then, uh, again, referring to the projector... Uh, what stood out to me was some of the scenes where it was kind of like tattoos slowly being uh, projected onto like arms and legs of some of the subjects or boa. I just thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I would add that I think they somehow got right is that it's eerie in the same way that it seems very on brand for boa. Boa mm-hmm. isn't always bright and uplifting. And we can look at this from her past couple albums where I feel like there is a bit of mystery and intrigue as a sort of concept behind her albums. And I feel like we're getting that with camouflage, that same mystique. 
And mm-hmm. with this, it's not always a bright and happy mystique, but it seems right in terms of the emotions, the walls that are <laughs> weird and artistic that are being shown in this. So I, I think it's very on brand, at least for the concept for Boa. Let's actually listen to what Steph said for the dance. Sure. For the choreo, look, we already know Boa's an amazing dancer. She's proven herself for years and years. Uh, in camo, I love the way she hits every move with such strength and control. Her lines are flawless. It's just a joy to watch. Um, and I also love her push and pull chemistry with the backup dancers in those camo scenes where everyone's wearing like the army clothes. And might I add, the backup dancers are both female and male, which I thought is fun. So my only thing is that I think she should have had a more iconic obvious hook move that ties into the the whole camouflaged theme uh, preferably as she's delivering that amazing camouflage line at the beginning of the chorus so totally agree with Steph what this dance was lacking was a hook or something that was we saw visually represented over and over at least in the dance choreography I I feel like you need that in pop music, but uh, what do you think, Supermatic? Yeah, I'm a, I'm in agreement too. Like, I think what both you and Steph are referring to is what most of the K-pop industry call like a point dance, right? Or like yeah. some kind of like iconic sequence or move where you see it and you're like, oh, that's from this song, like right. something like that. And something that you would yeah. dance when you play the chorus game, right? In the K-pop mm-hmm. fandom community, it's like, oh, yeah, Boa's camo comes on, you always do this dance. But it didn't have that. Yeah. It had a very good dancing choreography, but just not one that was mm-hmm. for the hook or the point dance. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm in agreement with that, too. Like, it would have been nice to see that point or hook, like both of you are saying. But to her credit, I do have to say that, at least for me, it's crazy to see Boa still killing it and seeing her dance style just evolving, like, even to this mm-hmm. day. Because yeah. as we've seen, you know, like, especially with the modern day dance scene, like, not just with K-pop, but in general, how fast it keeps changing and evolving. Oh, totally. And how hard it is to stay original. And the fact that Boa is still able to stay at that standard, like, she's yeah. keeping her queen yeah. status for a reason. I think she's probably becoming less relevant, at least with the new generation of K-pop fans, right? If you look at her YouTube views, mm-hmm. it, it's not as high as one would expect an incumbent veteran K-pop idol to have. And maybe yeah. that's just because the demographics of the K-pop fan are changing. But for those yeah. of us who have been in it for a while, I think we both applaud <laughs> that perpetual evolution. Uh, does it match what the K-pop fans want today? I'm not so sure. Yeah, that's a good point because these days, especially with how uh, most of the demographic for K-pop is pretty young, like in average, probably that like 16 to 25 range, a lot of them may not necessarily like really know who Boa is or some of them may have just discovered her because of Produce 101 Season 2. But uh, like you said, for people like you and I who have been into K-pop and around it for a while... Uh, I mean, we're still here and we will always support Boa. I mean, she's one of the people that pretty much were like the bridge for people like you and I. And she was uh, what got me can... into K-pop, period. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I can just hope that she manages to stay somewhat relevant, at least. Uh, I don't know if Camel is going to be the song or the hit that helps her bridge that gap with the younger audience. But I feel like if she really wants to, she can. 
Camel's a good first step towards it, I feel like. What, what would she need to do to, to bridge to the younger crowd, the newer generation of K-pop fans? Well, I mean, for one thing, like you said, especially with these days, how a big part of K-pop is the fans uh, emulating the dances. Mm. It'd be nice if it comes out with something that has a strong hook and point dance that people are going to want to cover. Yeah, and that almost seems to be necessary for it to be pop music. Right. We've seen a lot of experimental stuff from Boa lately under the SM Town label. And maybe she's looking to, because she's in that veteran stage of her career, she's trying to do something more artsy. She's trying to become more of an artist. And arguably, we're seeing mm. that with uh, Ihiori right now. Right. Where oh, Ihiori, oh. who's known, who got her fan to fame through being really hot and sexy, can't rely on that sex appeal forever. Uh, so maybe right. that's why, you know, Lee Hewer is trying to do something more artistic. And it, one can argue that Boa is trying to do the same. Mm, that's a fair argument. But props to all the dancers in this music video. I, I mean, as Stephanie points out, I think it was awesome that they had a co-ed combination that seemed very... Um, balanced and mixed between the genders yeah, for sure what about that beat boy <laughs> or how's the music matt the music's pretty cool uh i believe that it was produced by the underdogs yeah you wanna that's right on that so the underdogs are no surprise for the sm label they produce other notable mm-hmm. hits like overdose from exo uh mr mr by girls generation um ah. a couple songs from uh, tvxq uh, shiny and uh, limitless most recently limitless from nct 127 so oh, these wow. guys are no strangers to sm entertainment and maybe that's them mm-hmm. just trying to stay on brand and, and again not only does it stay on brand for sm entertainment with the sm weirdness factor and being in the sm cube but also providing something that i think makes you feel very contemplative and develops intrigue just listening to mm. the description of the song on youtube it just says that it oh, was yeah. a dance genre song produced by the underdogs with heavy bass and synth sounds that are accompanied by boa's powerful vocal performance so mm. it goes along with the concept i mean thematically it matches the concept well it's very s- mysterious as camouflage should be but just a little bit eerie and i think this is where it definitely delivers over the concept a lot more because i think it delivers on the feeling uh, that was i think the intention of what was trying to be conveyed in the lyrics of the song lyrics of the song you know sort of hint like you won't know what's in my heart because it's in this camouflage or it's in the shadow. Mm-hmm. I feel like you hear that with these darker synth sounds produced by the underdogs. Mm-hmm. Going with what we were saying earlier with Boa and her trying to become more trying to become more of an artist, I might even add that this could have been a song better suited for SM Station. They're more EDM experimental uh, label. Yeah, I can see that. Because it's lacking in the hook that we would get in a lot of pop mm-hmm. music. The funny thing for me is that the more I checked out this song and the music video, or especially thinking about the audio, I couldn't exactly find the words to articulate how I felt and uh, thought about it. And then funny enough, I found an old friend of ours, Nick, and his review on The Bias List. Uh, yes. And he pretty much 
he articulates exactly what I'm feeling, but in a much more eloquent way than I could have come up with. Uh-huh. So if I may go ahead and uh, quote our buddy Nick here, what he says is, Kicking off with a dull electronic stomp, Camo wastes no time getting to its sticky, funky beat. Its subdued backing vocals join the fray and begins a slow build before it launches into the dramatic centerpiece of striking synths and impassioned vocals from Boa herself. The extended pre-chorus hits like an exclamation, upending the track's measured bounce with warped crescendo. Frankly, the song probably could have done with more of these fireworks, even though the end product is still very strong. I have to spotlight the rhythm guitar added during the second verse because it gives Camo's latter half a funky appeal which plays well and meshes with Boa's natural sense of strong delivery on heavy beat drives. The same can be said about the hypnotic hook, which engages fluidly with the melody as Boa swerves into a nice falsetto, which makes the song sound like a missing piece of a James Bond theme. A strong uh, yeah. effort by one of K-pop's strongest performers. Good job, Boa. Maintain your queen status. <laughs> yeah, going in and out of that like consciousness, that's definitely what I felt listening to it. Right? It sort of like weaves in and out of your attention. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's actually listen to what uh, Stephanie had to say on that. Okay, now the audio. So for me, when the song started, I immediately got flashbacks from Boa's American debut song, Eat You Up, and also a little hint of Dongbang Shingi Mirotic. So, and while I did like those songs, uh, they're pretty old now, so the song isn't, the sound isn't quite as fresh. Um, So basically, I'm waiting for the verse to end, waiting for something more interesting to happen, and... Then before I even knew what was happening, Boa like drops down into the minor chord with the camouflage. Oh shit. Oh god, I can't even. <laughs> I thought I was gonna hit that, but that did not work. So y'all know what I mean though. The camouflage line. Yeah, she hit me with that and I was just hooked. So I spent the rest of the song waiting for that line to come around again and again. As Jeff rightfully points out, the verse and the chorus they aren't so strongly segmented, right? So last week mm-hmm. we reviewed Bumbaya by Teddy and it was like completely different section for mm-hmm. the chorus, right? In the verse, right? They were very strongly contrasted for, from each other. But with this, it's like they weave in and out very coherently that you don't even notice. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, you're talking about the Blackpink song, right? Uh, As If It's Your Last? Well, that one, that was a very strong contrast, right? You do notice. But with Boa, mm-hmm. they go together. Mm-hmm. You're almost surprised when the chorus comes in. Yeah. Because it just weaves so closely together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So for final scores, um, what did you think of the concept, Supermatic? Concept, it was pretty cool. I mean, we talked a lot about the uh, whole projector effect, which is nice. It was also pretty dope, like Steph said, to see the both male and female co-ed backup dancers, and they did a good job. Like we said, though, I just wish it had a strong hook or a point dance that people are going to want to cover. Concept is pretty solid for me. I'm going to give it a 3.25. Okay. And let's hear what Steph rated it. I'm giving it a solid 4. Okay, so Steph really liked it, giving it a 4. I'm not going to be that generous. You heard my critique that Mm -hmm. they should have delivered on the camo concept more. It was a little confusing, especially during the jungle camo army-themed scene. It felt very disjoint overall. 
Mm-hmm. I'm looking at projectors. I'm looking at red ninjas. I'm looking at camo and a cyberpunk forest, which is covering a machine. I'm feeling <laughs> kind of confused. Even though I know what the concept is trying to convey, I feel like the visuals are disjoint. Mm-hmm. So I've got to penalize it on that. I'm going to have to give it a 2.9 for the concept. Ooh. In spite of all the dancing, it needs a point dance for it to be pop music, for it to be <laughs> rightfully a good, catchy K-pop song. In terms of its artistry, mm. I'm sure it's great, but we're not seeing the artistry presented coherently, at least in the scope of this music video. Yeah, okay. What do you think of the audio? Like, audio, I was actually a little more uh, high-ranking with because like, I'll admit it took a few listens, but the more I listened to the song, the more I found it stuck in my head. And as we've established, I'm a sucker for anything that I feel is catchy. And like Nick said, you know, it's just it's strong delivery and Boa still has those killer vocals to complement her awesome dance skills. So the audio, while not being like boom, like fan freaking tastic is still pretty good. I'm giving it a solid 3.75. So it's not quite boom by uh, <laughs> Sure, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> no IG bias here. <laughs> totally, totally. How about you, Peter? The audio is definitely where it delivered. The underdogs did a bang-up job in producing mm-hmm. a track that delivers on the concept and the feeling and the vibe. And something that I will listen to recreationally. Mm. So it's not one that I'm going to be dropping in my DJ sets, probably at all, but one that I will regularly listen to. So I'm giving it a four. Ooh, and it's wow. not at all a dope electric beat. <laughs> dope. <laughs> what do you call it? A dope... Ratchet, ratchet electric beat. <laughs> but it is very good for those moments when you are looking to develop that introspective thinking. Mm. How did Steph rate this song? So audio overall won me over. I'm going to give this a 3.8. Yeah. So Ooh. Steph thought, thought pretty similarly of this song. On the whole, is it Daybok or not? Supermatic? Well, it's still pretty Daybok uh, to me. I mean... Like like we've been saying, Boa is one of the queens of K-pop, if not the original, and there's a reason for it. She always puts out pretty quality work, and uh, this is another example of that added to her catalog. So good job, Boa. Hope to see more. <laughs> My overall rating for the song, I love it. I'm going with 3.8, um, maybe because I, I do see myself maybe f- having it fall out of the playlist after a couple weeks, but I like it for now. That's what matters. 3.8. So Stephanie, I think, forgot that we were going a Daybok or not for overall and gave it a 3.8. <laughs> but 3.8, <laughs> Matt, that's like a Daybok, right? As you as you interpret it for, for the episode? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that sounds like a Daybok. <laughs> okay. For me, I don't know if I can say this. Can I say this? Okay, I'm going to say it's not Daybok. Ooh. It's a catchy song. It's good artistry. But? but the lyrics don't match. The concept is disjoint (laughs) and while i applaud the dancing and i love the song on the whole it's not daybok Ooh, interesting (laughs) can i say that i if that's how you feel i mean express your honest opinions peter that's what we're supposed to do right (laughs) what's having me hit replay is uh killin's fruity over this song Mm. okay well that's it for this episode of k-pop cast what are we going to be taking a look at next week? Uh, the Girls of Red Velvet just came back. And uh, funny if they've got another seemingly fruit-oriented song. Uh, what was it called? Red Flavor? Yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> 
But yeah, we're definitely going to review that. And uh, so everybody, all you listeners out there, just stay tuned for that one. It's going to be a fun episode. Yeah, and I think this next episode is probably just going to be you and me. As Steph is yep. enjoying Barcelona. <laughs> what a hard life she She's lives. living it up. Okay, yep. where can people find us? <laughs> all right, well, you can find me on the Twitter, as always. Uh, Supermatic, S-O-U-P-E-R-M-A-T-I-C. Peter, where can they find you? At DJ Low. Or DJ Peter Lowe. And Stephanie can be found at S. Parker 2. Engage with us there. You can also find us at the K Popcast. At the K Popcast right. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so those, those are all the places you can contact us, find us. We also have the SoundCloud, so you can leave your comments there. Don't forget reviews. Always looking to those as well for productive feedback. Okay, catch you guys all next week. Yep, later. Hey, baby.